Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. At this point in time, I've only just picked up the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 5 review unit and over the next coming days, I'll be testing the crap out of it to make sure that the Fold heritage holds strong. But already, there seems to be some indication that it will because rather than completely throw out the molds, uh, Samsung has chosen year over year to refine the Fold model rather than you know, reinvent the wheel. And I feel like that there is two reasons for that. For one, they don't have any real competition, at least here in Denmark and in most other markets, because the mainline Fold competitors either only launch in China or launch in very specific markets. Google just uh, put out the Pixel Fold, but that's like in the US, England, and maybe Germany, I can't quite remember, but it was only in a handful of markets. So the, like, the biggest mainline, broadly available, book-style foldable is still the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold series. And that means that they probably aren't as inclined to reinvent that wheel but that also means that they can refine what's already there. So if you look at this Fold, the Z Fold 5, it kind of looks like a Z Fold 4, which in turn looked like the Z Fold 3. But there are a couple of subtle changes, which I feel like is enough to at least maintain the cadence for now. So for one, you only have to look here at it closed to see the first big improvement. Older folds had a wider gap um, in between the two halves when it was folded flat because that was kind of the way that Samsung made flexible displays. It couldn't fold all the way like you would close a book. But now they fixed that. So that basically means that for one, it's thinner. For two, it's a little bit lighter. And for three, it should also mean that because this gap is smaller or almost non-existent, it should prevent like rough and sand and dust and whatever it is that could mess up the internal displays is now being like kept from getting inside for the hinge area or the screen area. So all of that is really good news. They call this the zero gap flex hinge because everything has to have a name, but it's quite cool. And it also means that if you look at it dead on, it looks a bit more professional, a more intentional product in general. And particularly in this lilac kind of color, I think it looks absolutely great. I th I've been saying for years that I think Folds are quite beautiful phones, not just because that they offer more utility, but because they're just nicely designed. And it feels like Samsung has kind of actively been, you know, again, refining, streamlining their designs and their processes so that what we have now here really has been hewn into a shine. I really think that this is a very nice looking phone. And I feel like that when you hold it in your hand, you can feel the extra money, you can feel the quality. Um, it's the same IPX certification. That means that it's actually not dust proof. They have um, inside this hinge area right here where they have reduced the amount of um, components drastically, meaning that it's a simpler fold, which also means that it shouldn't break as often, which I don't think they do all that often, but you know, less components, the better. There are these, these brushes inside which should keep dust out, but it's not dust rated. IPX means that it can be submerged, but the point is that it should really survive a rainstorm. So you're out running or you are talking to someone or you just want directions to a coffee shop and it's raining, you can take out your fold, unfold it or just use it closed, whatever it is that you want. Even though rain is splurging, splashing towards the screens, it really should be fine. And IPX8 is something that independent uh, investigators give Samsung 
that they pay for. So you really should be able to trust it in that particular regard. It's the same though as last year, and so are the screen sizes. So that's 6.2 and 6.7. Both are AMOLED 2X HDR 120 hertz displays. They are brighter this year, which means that they uh, go up to 2000 nits in the right lighting conditions, which is great. You get stereo speakers, the brand new Snapdragon 8 Gen 2. You can get up to a terabyte of storage and up to 12 gigs of RAM. I mean, do you need that? Probably not, and you could easily go for the 256 gig version with eight gigs of RAM. I can't quite remember, but the point is that Samsung's haven't needed extra horsepower for a while, and I'm presume that it's the same here. But what I have, I am hearing from others, is that this new 8 Gen 2 uh, chipset is better at sipping power. So while it is a 4400 milliamp hour cell it should last longer than the Fold 4, and that was one of the main criticisms of that device. There is wireless charging here, which is returns from last year's model. It's not fast, nor is the wired uh, charging fast at 25 watts, so not nearly as fast as other handsets can charge. So I think that is a bit dumb that Samsung maintains the slower charging speed. But other than that, the improvements are really minor. The reason I'm not even turning it on is because the software there is like there's more room for recent apps in the taskbar and a little bit extra drag and drop multitasking improvements. But apart from that, we're talking really minor. The camera system is essentially the same beyond the, the improved ISP that the new chipset gives it. But the question then is, does Samsung need to make something drastically different or they just need to make minor improvements in order to make the device follow the times? I feel like it's the latter. And that's why I can safely say that if you're the kind of person who looks at a fold and thinks, I might be able to take advantage of that extra canvas, that might be nice in my life, then you should seriously consider one because it's a really nice phone. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.